Hi, I'm David Ajala, and I play Cleveland Booker on Star Trek Discovery, and you're listening to Thinking Outside of the Long Box. Hicks, Newt, and PTSD, the story Alien 3 should have been based on. It's Thinking Outside the Long Box. Maybe it's in more than one team of Space Marines in the future. <laughs> I gotta find it. I don't think this is going to be on Wiki, but we're talking about the six-issue miniseries yes. from 1998. I think it's the yeah. I'm sorry, 1988. I think it's the very first Alien book from Dark Horse. I don't know if it's the very first Alien book ever. It is the second. Second Alien book ever. First from Dark Horse. Yeah. So there is an Alien comic retelling of the movie. By Heavy Metal Magazine, called Alien: The Illustrated Story. Technically, this would be the first comic because that's a magazine-sized okay. comic. But you can go. But that is it is the second to first. It is the first like um, story that continues the movie's storyline after the movie. So like Alien: The Origi- The Illustrated Story is just a retelling of the first movie. Right. It's like slightly different, but it's for the most part it's the same. And Alien, the comic book, happens right after Aliens, the movie. Well, not right after. I think you're about 10 years after. Because Newt's 18, yeah. I believe. And it has Newt in a mental institution where she logically would be at this point. Uh, and Hicks still in the Marines. But he's, all, <laughs> he's all fucked up. His face is all scarred and shit. And they're like, you got a bad attitude, Hicks. He's like, my whole team was killed by aliens. (laughs) So, 1988, Dark Horse Comics, writer Mark Verheden, uh, artist Mark Nelson. It went from May 1988 to July 1989. Um, Obviously, it's completed. In deep space, the salvage crew is attacked by uh, seemingly unstoppable monsters. The Marines are called in, but they need someone with experience. Soon Hicks, the horribly scarred survivor from Aliens, and Newt, now almost 18, find themselves on a mission to locate and destroy the alien home world, which does not go well. And obviously that's been retconned where the aliens don't really have a home world. We know now that they're like a generated being right. from – what are the fucking other aliens called? The, the engineers? The engineers. Um, they're kind of like a virus, a living virus to, to wipe out planets. Right. But at this point, they were still just their own species, which doesn't make sense. It's I mean like, – How did these motherfuckers make spaceships? <laughs> Or a little double mouth. <laughs> did they make spaceships, or do they just happen to get on a lot of spaceships? They get, they get around. That's all you know. <laughs> Motherfuckers travel in space. And when you look at them, you don't see, like, this dude holding a wrench building anything. <laughs> so, I mean, it's a the thorough way of the series is, is pretty simple. These two are going off to find the alien homeworld so that they could hopefully destroy the alien homeworld. With a group of space marines. Correct. While that's happening, we find out that there's an alien queen on Earth and some crazy fucking dude lets the alien queen out. Yeah, some like uh, cult leader. Leader, yeah. Thinks yep. that like the alien queen is like the real messiah. Right. And I don't know how you'd make that or something. <laughs> 
Colts, bro. Nothing makes sense. <laughs> so, obviously, in the world of aliens, there's never any fucking glimmer of hope ever in any of these fucking movies that I can recall. Well, like I said, the second movie made sense. They said a group of space marines, they didn't realize the problem was as big as it was. This I do like this comic, these comics. And this is the first arc, I guess, I haven't read the other two. I didn't know that, but this is the first arc in a three-arc series that kind right. of ends it all. But I had read this before. I didn't know about the other two arcs, so I'll, I'll probably read them now. But they know they're going to the alien homeworld. That's what they think they're right. doing. Right, Like, you send one group of space marines. <laughs> like, if we were going to, like, a Taliban village, we're sending more than eight dudes. <laughs> on an entire planet. <laughs> like, I would just assume, and especially because, like, you got the insider info. You're like, hey, what happened when you took a group of space marines to the last day? Like, yeah, like, three of them <laughs> fucked up everybody. You know what's crazy? So, I think the one of the cheesiest alien movies got it right in Starship Troopers. Like, those motherfuckers yeah. sent a fucking fleets of, of troopers. Fucked them up. <laughs> But they sent like yeah. like a planet full of fucking people to destroy planets of these beings. Because you're right. You first you don't know how big the issue is. You know how big this planet is. Yeah. But you also don't know like really what you're getting yourself into. Yeah, all and, you have to go off is the first thing that happened, which was just one alien. Right. Which as far as you know, that's all that the next thing is too. But you know, a couple more. <laughs> but that one alien devastates a whole two ships at this point, you know? So you 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 definitely send more people on this mission. Many more. <laughs> it's called I think it's called I think its official title is Alien Outbreak. No. No? So, yes and no. So after the third movie came out, they had to semi retcon these books because Newt and Hicks are dead. So they didn't flow together. As one universe. So they re-released them, I believe, in color this time. Yes. And changed Hicks and Newt's name in the books so you could have one continuous, like, through line in right. the stories. So technically, yes, it's these comics, but it's they're, they're slightly modified. And you can get both versions today, like, through different, like, omnibuses or, like, different things. But the original comics i don't think it didn't have that title so the comic was originally a direct sequel to the 1986 film aliens continuing the stories of corporal hicks and newt several years after the events of hadley's hope however the re the release of alien 3 in 92 led the comics novelized adaptation and sequel sequential reprinted editions being edited in order to fit with the events of that movie. It forms part one of a three-part story arc continued in Aliens Nightmare Asylum and concluded in Aliens Female War. Released to tremendous, released to tremendous fan response, the series became an early hit for the two-year-old Dark Horse comics and spawned an extensive line of Aliens comic books. It was published concurrently with the Aliens theory of alien propagation and was followed by Aliens Night of Asylum. Outbreak was later adapted as the novel Aliens Earth Hive by Steve Perry published in 92. So this is one of the early Dark Horse books yeah. as well. Two years, two years, is that what it said into Dark Horse? Yeah. Two-year-old Dark Horse. That's crazy. Yeah. Definitely. I feel like it definitely holds more true to like what's happening in Alien and Aliens than Alien 3 does. Okay. 
Alien 3 was such a weird... And we've discussed it before, too, which is why it's weird. I don't know where all of a sudden this, like, gung-ho women are never badass in movies. Because when I was a kid, most of the badass... Besides, like, the dude action movies, which are, like, the Schwarzeneggers. But even Terminator. Sarah Connor is actually the badass. Right. So, and you get Ripley, who's the badass here. So it's like, to me, I, I've never understood that. And, like, I feel like they make trash women movies today. But I think that they wanted to continue that whole through line with Ripley. But it's just, she just was so not good. That third movie just made it seem so weird. They just, like, took this girl. Because I felt like Alien grew into this, like, oh, it's one alien. To Aliens, which is, like, this universe of aliens, back down to one alien in a prison now. <laughs> like... <laughs> With dog features, right? That was that was the dog one. Yeah, because it came out of the dog. Yeah, it's like a dog alien. <laughs> if you so, I went down the rabbit hole of like alien versions of yeah. of like the beings of alien, I and there's like well. fifteen or sixteen different yeah. types of alien. The xenomorphs kind of morph out of whatever they go into, right? So slightly different, like slightly genetically changed. Yeah, it's fucking weird. I don't it, it's hard because they're, you know, like like the last thing we just spoke about Space Weepers. There's not a ton to talk about here. Um obviously, you know, I, we recommend go reading the the book and you can. I mean, it's online. Um it's it was in black and white. It's an early dark horse book, but it's if it tracks almost exactly like any other fucking alien movie it almost tracks kind of like prometheus where but rather than finding engineers they're trying to devastate an alien planet but so i I mean it's the same you get a little mix of what is now prometheus and a little mix of what is now alien versus predator because that happens on earth as well and so it tracks just like the which is good i mean it tracks just like its source material so it, it should track the same it is definitely the hopeless vibe because they get there. Like what I don't understand too is if you're going to fuck up an alien planet, why not just bombard it from space with like ships? But again, <laughs> we got to land space science. Marines. That's why yeah. it's science. That the, these guns. The, <laughs> these movies are driven by a, a, an idiotic force of like we have to study it instead of destroying it you know which it it makes sense and it doesn't make sense it doesn't make sense because this is a vile crazy fucking creature that well look how much we know about dinosaurs based on fossilized bones right you bombard them from space you go pick up a corpse you're gonna learn quite a bit right if it doesn't eat through your fucking hole (laughs) but they go there they get their asses handed to them right. as they would. I could have <laughs> felt like we knew that was going to happen. And then they go back home, and when they get back home, now there's like aliens rampant on their home planet as well because the queen has started queening out the aliens <laughs> there. So, yeah, if I was Hicks, I'd be like, fuck this universe. <laughs> just keep flying somewhere. Yeah, just go somewhere else. There got to be no xenomorph planets somewhere. <laughs> but you, it just, it seems like the the humans in our distant future are more stupid than the humans in our present. Like it, like it's just what you're the tacticalness of this military group just makes no sense. It doesn't. You're exploring a, a, an unknown whole planet and you don't do anything from above. You have to put feet on the ground, even though you know that there's this carnivorous fucking thing. (laughs) I get when this came out, they didn't have drones yet, so it was just something they didn't think of. But I think they could have thought of something. 
Hell, just like... No way. Terminator 2, Judgment Day, there was drones in it. I mean, that's not too far off from here. The They weren't like drones in the sense of like drones, but there was definitely flying robots and oh, shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I was thinking of like surveillance drones right. and shit, which like maybe they hadn't thought of. I don't know. But what I'm saying is like, okay... So had they just said a few different words that would have made a sense, maybe they're spending a small tactical team in there that is trained to just be surveillance and get out. That would at least kind of make some sense. Right. But no, they went in there to like, let's fuck them up. The whole planet. <laughs> <laughs> like, it doesn't work out, obviously. <laughs> Aliens are hard to kill. They're fast. I mean, even in even if the plan is to catch one, like you probably could still do that from a helicopter or a ship, you know, at least try a tranquilizer something. Or go in there with like a small, like, you know, kind of get the vibe from space. What's where they're located land where there's not hardly any (laughs) set up some kind of trap, you know, bring back a couple, get them to come follow you. Right. Trap one, get it up there. Which somebody had to have already done because someone trapped a fucking queen and brought it to Earth. Right. So I don't know. Like, there's <laughs> a lot. Of, you gotta just, you gotta just, you know, set the disbelief factor down. But it's a, it's a cool story. Yeah, it, 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 I like that. It like to me, I've said it about past things too. Is I think you have to. There is a like a spirit of things, and I think Hicks and Newt became. As much as Ripley, a part of the alien story in Aliens, in my opinion. Specifically Newt. So I think when you do things like just murder them in a crash, I think it's just disrespectful to fans at that point. Same thing I've said about like Star Trek movies and stuff. Like When you just kill the Enterprise and there's no hoopla about it, it's disrespectful to fans because that's basically a character of the show. Right, right. It's the same thing as... It's its own you, being. Yeah, if you murdered Worf or something. Like you, gotta, <laughs> you gotta tell me why. Or like There has to be something like behind it. Some scene where they show it some respect. Like, it's not just like, oh, fuck, we took a left turn, we just took a right turn, now we're blowing up. Spock's dead, it's fine, we're moved on. <laughs> But yeah, it's so I, I don't get why they did that in the third movie. But I do, like I said, I I hope if they make another movie, that would be my idea was just to retcon it there, tell some version of this story, maybe add in some more believable elements, and go from there. It sounds like it's going to be its own thing. Yeah, uh, it which, sounds which like it's going to be Alien One. To me, I don't like that because I think they're trying to play off of the whole like unseen terror in space thing again, but we've seen it now and we've seen it it a lot. So I don't think you can recapture that. It's still terrifying. I mean, you, you, alien covenant had some of the gnarliest, coolest alien visuals that, that had been in this story for a long time. And even with the new alien preacher thing that happened at the very, it was at the very end, it was really cool looking, you know, but you can't, you can't put it, you, you're you're right though. You can't put it back in and pretend like you're going to surprise somebody. You're either all in or you're fucking not in. To me, you add new elements, but then you take it up a notch just like aliens did. Like an alien, 
they they had some new elements where like oh like they're part of the wall like when they're walking in and like you see the walls start to move right like that was kind of like a new shock factor but like at one point they set up their big guns and like these aliens are just mercilessly getting mowed down as they're trying to jump through and i was like that's the step up that we needed to see because like yeah you can't put the genie back in the bottom right now i need to know why it's scary when there's <laughs> 20 dudes with guns Right. And this is why it's scary, because there's a fuck ton of them. <laughs> they don't give a fuck about dying. <laughs> they will, like, climb over a corpse of their buddies. <laughs> the acid's eating all your shit to still murder you. <laughs> and that was the step up. And then, like I said, Alien 3 was, like, back down. <laughs> or in a fucking one alien again. It wasn't scary. So this was a direct sequel. It came out uh, in 79... Then 86, so two years after it. Yeah, I don't believe there are any unnecessary underwear shots in this as there are in the movies. (laughs) (laughs) Going back to what you were talking about earlier about female leads, you know, I, I think what works is that you don't necessarily and i i think that's i think what works is not what people want i think what works is the fact that i and i was not born at the time that these movies came out so i don't know how they were portrayed but i have a hard time believing that ripley was portrayed as the lead actress actor in alien as this major female badass until i feel like that happened after the fact I feel like that even happened after Aliens. And it could have been. But, like, so, no, I think you're dead on. Like, I think that you, AC and I discussed it slightly on the podcast of, like, why you can't just let things go and start from neutral, which I think there are reasons why you can't as far as, like, the race thing is considered. And there's, like, like he said, there's, like, unaccounted for, like, pain in the past that nobody's, you know, acknowledged. And so I feel like they kind of have, but, like. You have to go into a movie with just the movie. Right. And, like, she just became the badass of the movie because that's what her character is. Right. But when you go into it and you're like, hey, this is a bad bitch movie, and then it's just not really that interesting. Like, I don't think even the people who say that's what they want care that much. You know what I'm saying? They might go see it because they've wanted that and it's there. But you – okay, so, like, the only part of that movie that was successful was it was a bad bitch movie and she's not even – I'm sorry, like most of the, for some reason, most of the women they pick to do this aren't even that good of actresses right. and whatnot. And then you get, even like, say, the Black Widow movie, I think, had the best chances because she was a developed character. Then they put her in some rinky dink dumb movie. Like, it was well, like, and then it, it suffered from being decisions. delayed for so long as well. I think there was way less hype, and it suffered from everybody knew yeah. that she was suing fucking Disney, too. So I, I feel oh, like. Well, I can, I can. I, it did probably in the general, but I can get away from all of that. I don't care. When I watched it, I didn't give a shit that she was suing Disney. But there, but I, didn't there, give, but it, I was just can. saying. But I, but I get that. But I was just saying. After all of that dust is settled, it's not a good movie, right? Like, and you have to still make the good movie, right? Of course. Like that's the most important part at the end of it is like it can't be. So the new Batman, what's his name? P- uh, Rob Pattinson. I didn't even want to see it because he's on this interview where he's talking about like he doesn't really give a shit about Batman and he doesn't care to give a shit about Batman and he's not here to make a Batman movie. He's just making a movie. So I didn't give a shit about it. But at the end of the day, from what I hear, is it's just a good Sounds movie. Sounds fucking like it's been it's so, too, I've heard yeah. that it's like the best of all of the Batman. And so and that could be the case. I'm gonna go see it. So if I go see it at the end of the day, I'll say, Well, you know what? He didn't give a shit about Batman, that kind of sucks from a fan standpoint. Right. But if he went out there and made a badass Batman movie, I can't take that away from right. him. Right. 
And that's what I feel like they did with Ripley, with Sarah Connor, with all these other movies. It's like they just made dope ass fucking right. movies, and they were good. And you get today where it's like we're gonna make an all girls Ghostbusters movie, and that was the best thing that came out of it. it. Was like it wasn't that great of a movie. It was funny in parts. It wasn't even that funny. And the only thing that was good about it was that you it was hype made it hyped into an all girls right. movie, and it didn't deliver. Right. And so like I just feel like they need to stop doing that. Like I, f- I feel like it turns people off. Honestly, so so I, I feel like there's a certain amount of people who are like, give me representation. I want to know that there's this certain thing, whether I'm a Mexican. So whether it's a Hispanic actor lead at the front, they want to know that they want to know that's what's driving the movie. I don't really give a fuck personally. And I we've I don't know if you've been on when we talked about it, but I know that me and Gabe, I believe you were in on the conversation, have talked about representation Personally, in my heart of hearts, I don't really care about my representation. I don't. I, I'm not basing my life based off of, and I'm not teaching my kids to base their lives based off of what they see in the screen. I want representation where I think it matters and where that's like in jobs and companies and, you know, things like that, where I can be like, look, like kid, you know, son or daughter or whoever. Me, like, I don't even care that far. To me, I'm just. Maybe it's weird. I just think of myself as a human being. Right. And uh, yeah, and, uh, like, there's a certain lo- there's a lot me, of credence to that. If I look at a job and they go like that guy is the best guy for that job, I'm fine with it. And if there's 80 guys and no girls are the best fit, I'm sorry. That's just what it is in my brain. Like I know that that's not the cool thing to say. I watched this YouTube video guy with this he was interviewing these girls who said they wanted to see more representation and things and the guy was just like, "Well, I was he was like, "You could do those jobs now, but the women don't. He was talking about infrastructure jobs like road work, things like that. He was like, and yeah, there are a few, but he was like, these jobs are completely open to you. You can go sign up anytime you want for right. any of them, but you don't do it. And they're like, what do you mean I would do it? And he was like, but you don't. Like, and women <laughs> don't. Like, right. There's nothing stopping you. Like, I guarantee you, they're not boys. Like, you could, people could say that about parts of my job of like slaughter. I guarantee you, they don't give a fuck in hiring. If you are a girl or a guy, if you want to go cut up a cow, they will fucking hire you. <laughs> 90% men still. Right. It just doesn't – It's there are things that just men attract to and women, whatever. I don't care. If you're the best person for the job, you're the best person. Right. I agree with that. So, it, it turns me off. It turns me off if the, if the representation is supposed to be me and the, the movie or the thing sucks because then I'm yeah. thinking, well, fuck. Like is that the best my people could do? You would like, think that's what you would want. <laughs> yeah. I even told my sisters that when they were talking about voting for Hillary. I was like, do you really want the first woman president to be Hillary Clinton? I was like, I wouldn't if I was you. Right. <laughs> like, yeah, I agree that there's probably a woman who can. Like, the president is one where I think a man or a woman could do it. I, I don't really understand why it's always a man. Besides that, maybe more men vote than women. I, I don't even know if that's true. Maybe more people see men as leaders than women. I don't care about that. But for some reason, more men get the job than women. But Well, it's never – they've never gotten the job. <laughs> well, never. It's just not here. Right, right, but, right. But to me – because it has become a thing, I would want the first one to be good. <laughs> That's right. People don't like what Barack Obama. I think he was a good president, but like he was definitely a presidential president, right? Whether you agree or not, I think for a first black president, he was a good choice, right? But man, like it would be like if they were like first one president, like Rosie O'Donnell. I'd be like, no, please no. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I, I just I, I like not good. We're saying essentially what we're saying is. 
hopefully without the representation you make a cool fucking movie and there's happens to be a cool female actress or a, or actor or a cool hispanic dude who rises to the top or whatever the fuck whatever the case may be it, it, but you you have to especially when there's millions of dollars on the line and there's a lot of people looking up to whatever this project is you have to make that project be good well, first and foremost i don't even know there has to be the millions of dollars. i'm just saying like at the end of the day your thing has a life beyond the box office right. if it's good or not. You can hype people into the theater. I think the female Ghostbusters, but we did that. But at the end of the day, its success as a movie will have nothing near the half-life that the original Ghostbusters right. has because it just isn't that movie. Right. So to me, it's like just make a badass movie, and then if you want to have a female lead, then hire a female Do lead. Do it, yeah. It, it's, that doesn't matter. You'll get the cookie points for it at the end. That's cool. And it's cool to have more women represented. I'm also fine with that. But it was a badass movie first, and that's why it came in there. Right. It's like we got to Terminator 3, and you're like, we need to see a female Terminator now. And they just didn't – they forgot to make a good movie, and that movie's <laughs> just not good. Like her – she – and I would say that she was a pretty badass Terminator. As far as like running around, beating the shit out of things. Right. So, like her character was pretty cool. The movie just sucked. <laughs> Oh, representation. Just make good shit. Whatever it is. And Comic books, like, movies, I don't care. I think people need to like pull back too and go like, you're a fucking human being. Like you're not a half Korean, half black female from the hood. Like that's part of your character. No one's ever going to fully represent you on the screen unless you fucking get on the screen. Right. So I don't know. Like just like <laughs> – I, it's not the biggest deal in the world, like to me. If you want to find representation of yourself, it is out there. Like you're looking at the American sphere of a few movies. There's fucking tons of other countries and tons of other shit. You can do shit today if you want to on your fucking iPhone. Like if you're leaving it up to a bunch of Jewish guys in Hollywood to represent you correctly, uh, wow. I just feel like you're. But that's the truth, though. It's like most of Hollywood is sure. Jewish owned. Like that's why it's where people are like the Jews, Jewish Superman. I was like, they did fucking create Superman. <laughs> I don't understand why it's a big deal. But, like, why – even look at comics today. Everything's going, like, to girls. And I don't get it. Like, the, the new Doctor Strange is a girl. Like, why? I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> is it a good book? I don't know yet. Does it matter that she's a female? It matters that it's still Doctor Strange to, to me. Like, Is Doctor Strange – I don't read Because that's Strange. his fucking name. Okay, that's what I was going to say. That's like, true. <laughs> that's true. You're right. Like, it's it, Stephen Strange. It wasn't weird to me that when Iron Man became a female because Iron Man is the title of, like, that suit really. Right. But if it was like Tony Stark woman now, I'd be like, why is Tony Stark a woman? <laughs> Thor made a little bit more sense because Thor is like the god and she became that god of right. thunder. Like, so that made more sense too. But it's like strange. I got to look at why it's a girl now because it just came out. But I was like, that's his name. Like, why is she a girl? <laughs> Did he magically become a girl? Oh, that's funny. Well, I mean, you know, it's it's tough. The, some a couple of the things had very little substance in this series of recordings, but uh, watch it. I mean, or not watch it. Go read it. Go yeah, go I mean, read it. Go find it. I was looking to see if I could pick it up. They're not the cheapest things in the world anymore. Or if they are cheap, then they even takes. the Omnibus buses have been out of print for a while. So like, it's a little expensive. You can buy it 
for like a buck ninety nine as a digital yes. comic, or there are sites that just have it for free. I saw yeah. too. So me too. I just bought the digital comics. They were cheap. I can't. I'm not a. I'm not. I'm not a very reliable reader. So I hate spending money on shit that I'm like, fuck. I don't know if I'm going to read this, but I did read it because we're supposed to read it for the show. <laughs> so <laughs> I was trying to find real floppies, and they were. It was like you could buy it for cheap, but they won't get here for like a month, which makes yeah. no fucking sense to me. But whatever. So I just read it online. Sorry. Yeah, dude, you could probably whatever. like fifth and sixth prints pretty cheap. Yeah, they're not that expensive in that in that way. No. You even like the original first prints, like it's not that expensive. A, well, I mean, a really nice first print of the first issue is like three or four bucks. But in the world of comics, where I currently want a first printing of something is killing the children, and John has one of them, and it's like almost three thousand dollars <laughs> at a nine eight. I really don't want mine graded because I want to read, like, you know, read it. But. Three to four hundred is still a good amount of money, but you but it's like the first of I'm saying something. The, I'm saying in the comic book world, it's not a lot. No, right, and it's and it and especially if it's going to get a lot of hype coming up, right? Like you will, even if it goes back down, you will see an initial bump. So it's like not necessarily a book that's not worth buying, right? Because when the new show on TV hits, I guarantee you can sell it for more than you bought it for right. now. And it's the first of something. Like yeah. you said, it's the first of a, something original that wasn't a reprint of a yeah. movie. You know, so you would think that an Alien number one is worth something, you know? It that, is. So. It's just not crazy. <laughs> but I, go check it out. Uh, like I said, buy it from somebody reputable um, or buy it online. Uh, otherwise... I'm sure John has some kind of omnibuses or something. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure you could pick it up somewhere. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, TOTOB.com, uh, Facebook.com slash Thinking Outside the Long Box, YouTube.com slash Thinking Outside the Long Box. Hopefully by this point, two or three AC and Doyle episodes have come out at this point. Um, uh, at Outside Long Box on Instagram and Twitter. Check us out. I'm trying to be more diligent about all of that stuff. I am one man, so give me a little bit of, of uh, you know, of grace there. Um, but uh, we're trying to put these out a little bit more regular. Hopefully the two-person sound is... Whoa! Doiled your phone. Uh, the two-person sound is okay at this point. Hopefully we can wrangle Gabe back in at some point in his life. Um, but otherwise, check us out in the future. You're busy right now. Um, I keep I get PayPal's my only friend. I get constant notifications of <laughs> me paying for things. <laughs> Until next time, I've been Juan. I'm Doyle. We'll catch you later, guys. Bye. Bye. Sci-Fi Network, do better. That's all I'm saying. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Patreon, and YouTube for behind-the-scenes information and more content! Thinking Outside the Long Box is a barren space production! ha <laughs> ha!